Critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up guys? Kathy Gibbons here. Let's start off today by taking a quick minute to review a fallacy we have covered earlier in the show, the weak analogy fallacy. Okay, the weak analogy fallacy is when someone draws an analogy or a comparison between two things that really are not that similar in order to make an argument. It's also sometimes called a false comparison or a false metaphor. By the way, this is the fallacy that people use to make a connection between unborn babies and parasites. And who hits a doozy? So here's the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing a weak analogy fallacy. It's this. Are these two things really that similar or are they more different than they are alike? All right, if you want to review or hear more about this fallacy, go back and check out episode 33 here on the podcast. Okay, guys, I have a special offer for you from our sponsor, Classical Conversations. When you go to classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons, G-I-B-B-E-N-S, and fill out the form, they are going to send you two free eBooks. So if you're interested in homeschooling at all, seriously, go check this out. They're excellent. One eBook is called Echo and Celebration, where you are going to learn the inspiring true story of the Classical Conversations founder, Lee Borton's, her own personal homeschool journey with her sons. And you're going to get valuable advice about the extraordinary success that is possible by educating your kids with a classical Christian homeschooling method. The second book is called A Dad's Guide to Classical Education. It's actually written by her son, Robert Bortons, and it is a very super short 15-minute summary on both what you need to know about homeschool and kind of just some basics about a classical education. And again, both of these are free when you go fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. I am so thankful for them for uh, sponsoring this show. Okay, man, you guys, <laughs> before I jump in today's new fallacy, I had to tell you this. So the last episode I did was on the pathetic fallacy. And the same day that it was released, I saw an example of the pathetic fallacy on social media. I just about fell over laughing. It was so funny to me. It was a post talking about Jupiter and how Jupiter is uh, or was going to be coming close to the earth again, right? So check this out. This is what the post says. After 59 years of distancing itself from our beautiful planet, Jupiter has decided to return once again with the entire jovial system. Jovian system. NASA reveals that during this forthcoming approach, Jupiter will attempt a close approach of about 367 million miles from Earth. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously? Did Jupiter at one point decide to distance itself from Earth and now is deciding to attempt a close approach to Earth? It is so funny, you guys. Um, anyways, that was a really great way to review the pathetic fallacy, and I thought I had to come on here and share that with you. All right, so for today, this is actually part two. The pathetic fallacy was part one. I'm doing a short little three-part series on three fallacies that are all really similar, but there's a few tiny differences in them. So today, we're going to be talking about personification. Personification is when you give a broader range of human characteristics to an inanimate, inanimate object or an animal or something like that. So the pathetic fallacy, again, was giving emotion, human emotion, 
Whereas this one is giving just kind of any human characteristic. So this fallacy is also sometimes called anthropomorphism. Some people say that there's some differences, but they're pretty similar and they're used um, very similarly as well. So, okay, so here's an example of personification. Have you ever, you've seen this, I'm sure, in, in commercials. Have you ever seen um, the M&M's commercials, right, where they're advertising? They have turned the different colored M&M's into people like characters who talk, who dance, who make jokes and are silly, right? They have made candy into people and they're super cute. And I'm sure it really helps to sell more M&Ms, <laughs> but that's a really good example of personification. And, you know, incidentally, personification is often humorous and funny, and it makes for some really good jokes. You can probably think of some yourself. Um, another example would be saying this, my truck stubbornly refused to start this morning. Okay, really? Was your truck being stubborn and choosing to not start? Or was there just something wrong with it mechanically? Obviously, it wasn't choosing not to start. Trucks can't make a choice. But saying it that way makes it more interesting to imagine and to think about. Here's another example. While he was recovering from surgery, science fiction books were his constant companion and best friend. Okay, really? Were the books acting the way a best friend would act? Of course not, right? But we understand human behavior, and therefore, we can understand how important those books may have felt to him during his recovery time, as important as the role of a best friend. Now remember, in the last episode, right, we covered pathetic fallacy, which gives human emotion to non-human things, typically things in nature, maybe not always. And now we're covering personification, which is broader, and it gives other human characteristics to non-human things. Both the pathetic fallacy and personification are often used as literary devices, as a literary device to make things more interesting or to make things more relatable to us in our minds. When it's used this way, there's no problem with it. It's really not a fallacy. It's not an error in thinking. It just is a way for us to maybe connect or get an image in our mind of something. However, when personification is used to make an argument, that is when it can become a logical fallacy. For instance, um, this is an actual quote taken from a BBC cartoon show called Walking with Dinosaurs. And this cartoon show is promoting evolution. It says, one line of it says this, every fossil tells a story. Okay, the problem here is that every evolutionist tells a story. The fossils don't tell stories, right? They can't talk. They don't tell stories. However, this kind of fallacy makes it really easy for them to animate the fossils in the cartoon to tell lies or to tell whatever the evolutionists want to tell while being cute. So that is personification used to promote an argument that may or may not be true. So you kind of have to stop and think about it. And the question to ask yourself with personification is this, is the action really coming from that object or is there someone else behind it? Let me say it again. Is the action really coming from that object or is there someone else behind it? Okay, in the next episode, we're going to be closing out this little mini series with one more fallacy that's very similar to the pathetic fallacy and personification, and it is called reification. So don't worry. I will explain it as always. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. 
they just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughbraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughbraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughbraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.